too many people are looking on Instagram like, damn, I should be in the bohemian waters over here with some pigs that are spotted. You know what I'm saying? Getting my tan on. And I'm like, yo, that ain't real life. You can't do that every day. Yeah, you can't yeah. be on a private jet. That ain't real life every single day, every single weekend, going on vacations. You got to work. You got to make money. You got to save. You got to grind. You got to set goals. You got to get them done. Welcome into the podcast, episode three of Living Large. Today's guest... Lit. The legend. I don't the, not the man, the myth, just the legend. Wow, that's a great intro. Bear Digidio. That is a great intro. First of all, I just want to give you a salute to your view. Yeah. One of the most majestic views I've ever seen in Los Angeles, and I've seen quite a few views uh late night. But <laughs> this right here is fantastic. Thank you, bro. Yeah, this I appreciate is crazy. It. You're doing it real. And I salute you for sticking to this. A lot of people like they say they're gonna do a podcast and then they do one episode and they stop. You're at three, you're already three times better than everyone I know. <laughs> We're making moves out here. We're living large. That's it, dude. Living large. Yo, so on your hat, it says LA. Basically, living large. Born and raised. Live in LA, RGE. Living large. Live oh, in like LA. That. I like the you play live on in words. LA. You were born here. Born and raised, dude. You know how it gets out. You became a professional paintballer. That's it. And now you you still do paintball. Yeah. And you're an entrepreneur. Yeah. You're a businessman. Let's Business. talk a little bit about it. Like the Brand. first two episodes I had, it's like, I heard, him, I heard him, by the way. They were good. They were great. Yeah, the voice is nice. Comes off perfect. Shout yeah. out to the audio team. <laughs> so we had Travis Mills, music. And then good we friend. had Nick, a.k.a. Jonah, does social media. Okay. Now we have you, Mr. L.A., entrepreneur, businessman, paintballer. Love it. Love it. Esports connoisseur. Let's, I love it. Let's give it to him, dude. Whatever you want to do. Live and direct. Live so and direct. So yeah, basically, like, what we're talking about and what I want to talk about with you is just, like, your journey to success in Los Angeles and because you live a really cool life and an admirable life. If okay. you guys don't know him, you got to follow him, Bear okay. Digidio, on Instagram. Thank you for the plug. I appreciate that. Yeah. If you're not following me, I don't know what you are doing, but let's get it proper. <laughs> uh, so let's let's jump right into paintball. How'd okay. you get going in paintball? So paintball is actually, a, it's obviously a unique sport. Um, it's one of the fastest growing action sports in the world. And uh, I grew up into it because my dad actually started the part. Uh, we have Hollywood Sports Park in Bellflower, SC Village in Chino. We have parks in San Diego, park in Castaic near Six Flags. So I grew up in the game every weekend going to the, the field. And I was around like the greatest paintball players ever to play the game, around all the brands, around the events, you know, the fun, the chaos. And for those that don't know about paintball, paintball is like a true rock star lifestyle. Like these guys, you know, as pro paintball players, you travel around the world, 30 or 40 events, Asia, Europe, U.S., four to five days at a time you're with your 10 best friends on and off of airplanes in and out of the best hotels everything how much money can you make doing paintball like what's uh, the prizes some, some of the best pro paintball players in the world right now are making like 100k a year okay and they're selling you know uh they're they're playing multiple events they're playing in multiple countries and it's obviously a constant lifestyle right it's a constant change of scenery you're playing in every country you can imagine and they're playing you know under sponsors different leagues and then they practice when they're at home but now the game of paintball is taken to a new level people are actually like getting in shape they're super crazy athletes they're super crazy trainers people take it as legitimate as possible outside sponsorship money so the sport kind of blew up and right now it's on a really quick upward trend Dope. yeah and through paintball you have your parks you said you i always see you, you're always working with like the dopest rappers the dopest yeah, like, tv so, stars whatever it may be yeah it's crazy how it works so i played professional paintball for years uh, traveled around the world, won world championships, played on Team USA, went to Malaysia, uh, then traveled to a small island called Linkawi off the coast of Malaysia, won <clears throat> World Cup with Team USA, came back, played on multiple leagues, played on a team from Russia. So I got to play around the world and play with multiple people. 
uh, about maybe four or five years ago, I graduated college. After I graduated college, I was like, listen, I need to start focusing more on the business and the growth, <clears throat> taking these parks to the next level, growing sport mainstream. Because as a pro paintball player, there's only so much you could do. You're playing in a league. You're, you're appealing to people that already like paintball. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was more, you know, my calling was more like, yo, let's put paintball on the map. Let's right, figure right. out ways to get people involved and blow up this sport. So along with building, you know, some of the best paintball parks in the world, our Hollywood Sports Park is number one park in the world. I was able to figure out a way of saying, listen, instead of playing so much, which I still do, I still go occasionally to Australia once a year and play a pro event or to Europe and play a pro event once or twice a year. But my goal was to kind of blow up the game in terms of outside involvement, outside media. So that's when I started working with the rappers, the celebrities, the athletes, hosting events, putting together program content that people can watch at home that involves paintball and the lifestyle we offer. And how do you how do you do something like that? Because obviously no one, not everyone can come out here to Los Angeles and be like, yo, like who, who have you had at the park? For yeah. Example? So from, you know, Justin Bieber to Drake. So how do you hit them David up and be Beckham. like, yo, come play paintball. So like the LA scene is very unique, right? So the LA scene is the hottest lifestyle and the hottest nightlife and like in the world. Is it better in Miami? Well, Miami got some things, you know what I'm saying? They got some <laughs> girls out there with that. Uh, and those tri- so Miami got some stuff to worry. They got the Cubans. Forget about it. But LA has that repetitive, dope lifestyle that you can live constantly. Clubs close at two. So you can mm-hmm. go out every night. Even, you know, I don't, I personally, I don't drink. I don't smoke. So it's a lot easier for me to go out every single night. Once right, a year, yeah. I drink. I throw a crazy rage. I shut down the whole city. You know what I'm saying? Police <laughs> come in, SWAT team, the whole deal. But other than that, I don't drink. I don't smoke. So I'm able to go out every night. Right. And through networking, through clubs like Warwick, uh, my best friend Eli, he runs Club Warwick. And through other people I've known, like JJ, the guy who ran the Palms Casino and stuff, I've able to grown up kind of in this nightlife lifestyle. And in that, you meet some of the dopest people. And then at the same time, that's one aspect. The other aspect is the product I offer, right? The product I offer is Hollywood Sports Park, and it's the dopest paintball park in the world all of our fields are built out of movie props and scenes you've been there you shot a music video there so that is something that people can't really get anywhere they go right right that's a very unique destination don't you have like saving private ryan saving private ryan mad max starship trooper uh laura real life these are real life hollywood props that we then build into paintball fields that people get to go and play behind every weekend and that experience is something you can't buy anywhere you can't get anywhere you have to come to hollywood sports to get that and these people know that so a lot of these players you know uh athletes celebrities entertainers and the normal paintball player the everyday player they enjoy coming there because that's a unique experience a very unique experience and i like to kind of curate that and make that the best way possible so i focus on the treatment of these guys i focus on the way i bring them in i focus on the games they play the things i do sometimes i shut down the park like kyle kuzma one of the stars on the lakers i shut down the park on a wednesday yo no one can come in kyle kuzma and the boys are playing paintball today and it's amazing Paul George, star of uh, Oklahoma Thunder. I'm like, yeah. yo, we're shutting it down for you and Russell Westbrook. You guys are playing ba- paintball for your birthday. You know what I'm saying? Justin Bieber came through. I shut down the whole park again. I'm like, yo, it's Justin Bieber. Everyone, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I'm able to do these type of things because I operate the park. I own the park. And I'm, I'm able to give these guys an experience they can't get. It's the same rush. It's the same adrenaline. It's the same feel they get when they go into a club and they have a table or they got a host or someone taking care of them. And then they, right, right. they go home with 10 or 15 baddies. You know what I'm saying? They run it up <laughs> properly. It's the same thing. Now, I don't get to offer them the baddies at the park, but then come nighttime, who knows what's going to happen? You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So that's what I like to focus on is the experience and taking care of these people. Because when you build a brand, when you build that experience, you have to take care of it, right? You have to constantly And that's something I want to ask you. How, yeah. do you. how do you approach it? Because like you're super cool with everyone. You're super chill. You're bare to GDO. There's no like, 
starstruckness with you. And I feel like people that come to Los Angeles or even me, for example, if yeah. I go to the club, it's like, how do I approach someone like G-Eazy or whoever may be at the yeah, club yeah. and just talk to them, have a normal conversation without them thinking that I'm like, hey, I want to use you for who you are. Yeah, 100%. For me, I never look at someone like what they can offer me, what they can bring me, what they can do for me. I don't need that. I make right. my own money. I got my own girls. I got my own things. I travel on my own. I've been traveling since I was 14 around the world going nuts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like out here, out of pocket, straight, <laughs> wild, and all over the world, bro. Mm -hmm. From Monaco, you know, all the way to Miami, all the way to Canada, down south, you know what I'm saying, to Europe and Italy. So it's like I've been all over the place. I've done what I need to done. I've seen what I need to see. That's why I think traveling is so important because it brings you down to a realism like, yo, everyone's equal. You know what I'm saying? There's no color. There's no race. There's no business incentive. Just be cool with people. And one day it might come back. One day it might not. But at the same time, when you cool with people and you build a genuine relationship, I don't need nothing from no one, nor do I want anything from anyone. I just want to be cool with you. I want to have a fun time with you. I live my life through the full experience. I want to have a good night every night I go out. Every day I want to have a good time. And how do you keep, how do you, let's slow down. You're talking like a yeah, fucking Yeah, well, what, what I'm trying to tell you is you got me wilding right now on the, <laughs> on the full experience. I'm already excited to go out You're tonight. You're excited tonight? Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Let's this talk, is what LA how does do you, you. How do you keep that mentality? Because, dude, I've never in my life seen you, like, upset or like negative. Yeah, I mean, bro, like you said, like let me let me just slow it down real quick. I'm gonna th throw this back in the third gear. I was in Ford <laughs> driving 90 on the 65. What I what I appreciate about life, I should say, and what I enjoy. Come closer to my yeah, yeah. What I what I I'm right here, baby. All <laughs> all night long. What I appreciate about life and what I appreciate about LA and kind of like the blessings and the people I got around me is that it's so organic. Every day is, is an amazing experience because of the things I do in life. Like, obviously, they always say, do what you're in love with. Do what you're passionate about. I love paintball. I mm -hmm. love building this brand and the gear and the tournaments and the events. I love working with the people I work with. I love putting on events for people and setting up parties and making this, like, an insane time. I love seeing people's – I'm infectious to people's happiness. Okay, right, so right. when people are happy, it makes me even happier. And I enjoy having good time with people. You know, I've had many good nights with you. Yeah. And it hasn't involved money. It hasn't involved crazy lights, paparazzi, cameras, flashes, vlogging. It hasn't involved nothing. It just involved a good time, genuine smiles, genuine laughs. And that's what I get high off of, you know, because like I said, I don't do drugs. I don't drink. I need that energy. So the energy, I live off people's energy. It infects me. When people are getting me amped, I'm amped. I'm excited about life. And every day I look at it, there's new challenges. You know, my hustle, my grind is motivated by myself. I don't look to people to set my goals. I don't look to people to kind of, compliment me or not compliment me or kind of distract me i don't i try to stay in my own lane i try not to compare myself to what other people in my industry are doing what other people outside my industry are doing what my friends are doing i'm not in a race with anyone right and i right. think as a i think kid, that's the biggest yeah that's like the best note i think moving to la is yeah. not compare yourself and stay in your lane yeah like too many people come to la if we're talking about la transplants like people that just come in here and come in hot you have like multiple sectors you got like the girls that come in here and they think they're going to be famous off Fashion Nova ads, right? <laughs> you, got, you got you got the bad ones that be moving to L.A. and they just want to run around late night like a shadow warrior, just in and out of dudes' houses. Dudes are 80 years old. These girls are like 21. <laughs> I ain't going to get into that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then you got the girls that actually come here and they hustle. They're like a waitress at Earth Cafe. And then at right. night they're running to auditions in castings. So what, I, what I'm fortunate of and what I get to do is I get to come to L.A. 
right? I don't live in downtown LA. I don't live in Hollywood. I live like 20 minutes outside of Hollywood. I get to come in when I want. I get to leave. And I don't kind of submerge myself in that rat race of trying to keep up with the dopest cars or the dopest watches or the dopest lifestyle. I live me. I do me. I hang out with the people I like to hang out with. If I don't feel your energy, I don't How do you your keep vibe, that? Because you hang out with a lot of people that have flashy shit. Yeah. How do you keep yourself like yeah, just so high on life? It's not. It's not. Do you the ever think like, thing, damn, I wish I had that yeah, Ferrari? Yeah, it's not the easiest thing, but it's not the hardest thing ever. Uh, ever. For me, I feel like when I see people that got dope things or they have things maybe I don't have or they have things, I just look at it like, yo, your time will come or you'll do what you need to do. In reality, I got most of the things I want. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. And I'm not saying that in, in a bragging way or arrogant way. I'm just saying if I want a watch, like, cool, I'll go pick up a watch. But that it does not going to make me better. It's not going to help me land more deals. It's not going to help me create more experience. It's just something I'm getting. Materialistic, yeah. It, it, I am thinking to myself and people think to themselves like, yo, maybe this validates me. Maybe this right, validates right. all my work I've been putting in because I got this dope watch. Cool, I don't need 80K on my wrist. You know what I'm saying? I got an iPhone and I still wear a watch. But I just wear it because <laughs> I have one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So to me, it's like, like I say, it's you have to run your own race. And too many people come to L.A. and they start running everybody's race. They start trying to get involved in everything. You know what I'm saying? They're spending all day at pool parties when they should be at a job making some right, money. Right. But they out here sunbathing in the sun. Like, it's like, yo, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I think that's because they see the lifestyle of other people. And it's like, damn, yeah. I want that lifestyle. Yeah. But you don't, you don't quite have it yet. It's like, here's the thing. I'll, I'll touch on this. Instagram has created people's highlight reels. Instagram has created a way where people get to post only the best of themselves. You know what I'm saying? And they don't have to post any of the bad. So if you don't have to post any of the bad and people are only seeing the good, it's a highlight reel, right? Right, right. Okay, so what ends up happening is all these people go on Instagram, they don't see how many angles it took that lady, how many shots it took that woman, how many shots to get that perfect photo to then edit it and then put it up. So now they're comparing their body to that. Right, right. They don't see if that dude really owns that car if he's leasing it or if he just borrowed it from his brother for, for a photo. You right, know what right. I'm so they don't see all these things. What people don't see on Instagram is the backstory. And that's the problem that I have with Instagram and social media. I love social media. I'm on it all day. I'm ranting and raving. Yeah, yeah. I talk how I talk. I say what I say. I got no filter. But too many people are looking on Instagram like, damn, I should be in the bohemian waters over here with some pigs that are spotted. You know what I'm saying? Getting my tan on. And I'm like, yo, that ain't real life. Like, you can't do that every day. Yeah, you can't yeah. be on a private jet. That ain't real life every single day, every single weekend, going on vacations. You got to work. You got to make money. You got to save. You got to grind. You got to set goals. You got to get them done. And too many people think that that's what life should be. That's not what life should be. That's fake. That's fake news. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so people, people come here and they think like, oh, LA, I'm going to go there and I'm going to be at a pool party all day. There ain't no pool party. They're draining that thing for winter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Get back to work. <laughs> so yeah. how do you, damn, I'm glad I had you on the show. Bro. That's what I'm saying though. I'm the, Here's the problem. And I hate to, I hate to just bombard you with, with facts, but you brought it up and now you got me spinning out here. I feel like I'm on the <laughs> Twister right at the fair. Oh, I'm out of this. tickets. So I'm keep going. <laughs> so it's like. This is the problem I have with social media and all this stuff. It, social media could be used for great, too. It could yeah, be used course, for good. Yeah. It could be used to help people and self-care. But people don't want to put in the time. So this is the other part. I'm in no way, shape, or form perfect. You're not perfect. What I do doesn't always work. Sometimes it right, does. Right. Most of the time it does. Lately, it's been working well. But I, I've had 10 of failures. No one saw the brands I tried to build when I was in high school and college that I lost thousands on. No one sees the time it puts in for me to get that one post that says, hey, grand opening of my new burger spot. No one sees all the backstory, like I said, with Instagram. So here's the problem is, is that people think that life is easier than it is. And then they get upset when they have a setback. Right. And they don't know how to get back up. 
The problem is, is you got to get that setback and then figure out your next move. Plans so, don't always go accordingly. So do you, like, do you completely rely on yourself or do you have people in your corner? Like they, like they bring you up. Do you ever have a bad well, day where well, it's like, damn, I need someone to bring yeah. me up. Like people like Eli, your dad, your mom, your siblings. I come like, from a super good family. My, my sister wants to be president. My other sister's great in school. My, my parents have been there for me the whole time. It's not like I came from the bottom. You know right, what I'm right. saying? I came from the best family you could imagine with the best support. So growing up, I was a I was a Versace fat boy. I was chubby <laughs> in high school, pushing weight. You know what I'm saying? Never made weight for wrestling. Got kicked off the team. Couldn't jump, so I got kicked off soccer. My running was, I ain't know Usain Bolt. So I got kicked <laughs> off track. So I had to figure out my own narrative. Right, right. And I had to figure out my own path. Yeah, of course, I was a short little dude. I was playing paintball. I was pro at the time. I was one of the youngest professional paintball players in the world. A lot of hate. A lot of people didn't like that. This is back when forums and message boards were popping. There'd be 30 pages on comments and stories on me. But I never took it personally. I always took it as, well, they don't got it like I got it, so they mad. And as a kid, I had that attitude because my parents used to be like, yo, it's cool. You're still doing it. Does that comment affect you? Are you still going to the field on the weekend? Are you still winning? Are you still playing? Then you chilling. What's that matter? So I always had this kind of like, not cocky, but very confident attitude. Like, I don't care if you don't believe in me. I believe in myself. I'm chilling. Hi, I'm Arusha Pires, host of a new podcast called Investing with IBD. Here are a few snippets from the conversations that we're having. Facebook, you know, it's coming back. I was really treating it as a counter trend kind of stock. You have these really fast moving stocks. You want to have a little bit slower moving stocks yeah, also definitely. in your portfolio. What Bill observed after sitting through many market corrections is that the market will come down, but you need to wait a few days and see if there's going to be continued power. And that's where he came up with the follow through day concept. One of the most interesting things is, you know, utilities have actually been very, very strong over the last 52 weeks. The work that we've done on yield curve inversion suggests that after the yield curve inverts, over the next year, utility performance is actually not that good. Come join the conversation on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Right. And this has kind of been the underlying theme, I feel like, in the last, in all three of my podcasts. It's like... To be successful, you have to put aside other people's opinions about you. Yeah, and believe in yourself absolutely. and not worry what other people are thinking, especially in entertainment, especially with whatever you built, building a business. Mm -hmm. And something that, I mean, it, it kind of made sense to me in my last podcast after I finished with Nick. He was like, you got to be crazy sometimes to like, because like, think about the ideas that people yeah. have, like Uber, 100%. like Uber and Apple. Like, 100%. It's a crazy idea. Yeah, you got to be willing to take the risk. I think risk, that yeah. people want big reward and they don't want big risk. Yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, the bigger the battle, the bigger the victory. So what advice would you give someone moving out to Los Angeles from Indiana to pursue entrepreneurship? Straight up, to, like, like yeah. straight up, raw, rugged and real. I would say before you come to L.A., have a plan because things don't always go accordingly to plan. So I have an A, a B, a C, a D, all the way to Z. And you need to have multiple backup plans on top of that. Because too many people come to LA and they think, I'm going to just get a job. I'm going right, to just right. work. I'm going to just become famous. You ain't becoming famous overnight. It takes time. Right, right. Very few people come here. And the ones that do and they make it big and they do it quickly, no one saw that backstory. Like right, I said. like you said, the highlight reel. Yeah, so what happens is they just think, oh, I'm going to go there. I'm, I'm in Hollywood. You ain't in Hollywood. You in the streets. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? The Starbucks is dirty. It ain't like TV. <laughs> That's So people think like, oh, I'm going to come to glamorous Hollywood. You're not. You're coming to a place where there's the bet. This this is the easiest way to put it. Let me let me fall back real quick. You got me. You know what I'm saying? This we, is we're a, dropping on a second. Are we in neutral? We just 
cruising. Uh, I'm back up. I'm back. I'm doing Tokyo Drift and Diesel style. <laughs> this is what people need to understand. LA is the melting pot of the most creative, imaginative, and wildest people in the world because we're a melting pot of people from all over the country right. and people from all over the world that are crazy enough to leave their small town in Indiana and come here without a plan. What else don't you think that person is willing to do to get to where they want to go? So there is a lot of crazy people that live in LA. And when I say crazy, I say it in the most positive, optimistic way. Yeah. Like people that are crazy enough to chase their dreams are people I want around me. Yeah. Because yeah. it means they have that self-confidence that, hey, I'm going to go there and make it happen. But I'm saying it's 2018. It's time to sharpen up the tools a little bit. Don't just come here and think everything's going to be handed to you. You have to put in the grind. Too many people come to LA, they link up with a promoter and they're out seven nights a week, dropping it low, shaking it slow. Like, yo, get the tail <laughs> feather back and get back to work. You know no, what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel you. Because no, no one wants to work anymore. That's Everyone's something I learned when I came out here. I would go out and you just see the same people over at night and night and night. And you're, the you're same, one of those people, and the same girls and the same girls. I'm like, yo, what are you doing with your life? Right. You know what I'm saying? And I say that in a very positive way, too. Like, I see you in the club and I know what you're doing with your life. But why? I know you got a mama. You wasn't raising a barn. <laughs> like, come on now. What are some struggles you faced? The failures that you don't see in the highlight reel? Yeah, I mean, the failures that you don't see are always the ones that that probably hurt you the most or the ones that set you back the most. And that's why you don't want to show them. Right. So for me, it's obviously I've always been in the brands. I've always been. Right. Into right. So, yeah, it's a little backstory on bear. Yeah. You have you have your paintball parks. Yeah. You have you run clothing lines. Yeah. You do fulfillment and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. You have you just opened what? Groundhouse Burger. Groundhouse Burger chain. Yeah. In, Irvine. in Irvine. Yeah. We're about to open the second one next week. Starting two burger joints. Yeah. Well, what other ventures do you have? I have a hair product company. Hair products. I do events. I have a paintball brand company. He does it all. Yeah. And and I do it all. And a lot of people like to say, like, you should focus on one. This, right, right. This is, this is the people in the corner. They, yeah, they, yeah. They ain't doing nothing, but they want to yell at you and chirp. Like, yo, why are you chirping from the corner? Fall back. Right, right. <laughs> Stay over there with that negativity. It's yeah. like, I set myself up in multiple industries that I've wanted to be in. And it's not like I just randomly get into stuff. I have a hair company. I sell multiple hairstyling products. We did collabs with famous YouTubers like George Janko. I know you know him. Yeah, I you know, know him. Oh, you, know, you know him? Okay, cool. Yeah. So, so we have guys like that. And then I, I do that and I've been involved with stuff like that because my mom runs one of the dopest hair salons in, in San Marino called Mark Taylor. And she's been there for 30 years. So I kind of grew up in the hair industry too. Got it. Okay. So people don't see that story, but I don't need to share that. If, if I need to share that with you, I don't really think you coming at me with some genuine like attitude you're coming at me with like some hater stuff like yo why are you doing this like cool why don't you ask how's it going instead of why are you doing yeah, this? yeah yeah so that's that's the type of stuff i don't feel i need to explain to people i did a clothing line but i started multiple clothing lines that didn't work i had three or four clothing lines that just flopped no one bought anything there was no traffic there was no dialogue the customer didn't understand what i was trying to sell to them that's one of the biggest things when you when you start a brand do the customers understand what you're trying to sell to them? Mm -hmm. Do they understand what you're trying to show them in the experience? Like, is the dialogue easily digestible? You know what I'm saying? And, and when I first started brands, I had no idea. So I you failed. Multiple times, I started like a Groupon style website. I thought I was going to be a billionaire. I used to run around my house. I was like 18. I was like 18 and a half. Yeah, I was still in high school. And I was telling my parents, like, stop paying your bills. I'm paying for everything in a month. I'm going to be rich. I'm done with this. And I put in like close to $15,000 into this website, had a designer, did everything. Found out that the guy like just copied code from another website. And we got like a cease and desist. And the website had to be shut down. Lost all my money. And I was like, cool, that's great. And, I, yeah. and instead of crying about it, I was just like, that's like one of the biggest lessons of my life. Like, 
Don't talk about something before you got it. Right. Don't run around town pretending like you're successful when you ain't. Mm-hmm. And and stop counting your, your chickens before they hatch. I was out here thinking my website was already successful, telling people these large stories of where I'm going to go. Sell your story, sell your dream, but show something you actually got. So right. when you're in meetings with people, when you're talking to people, there's no need to overhype yourself. Like, once again, it's 2018. They'll just go on Google. It's their best friend. And they'll mm-hmm. figure out really what you're doing. So that's why one of my main things is I don't lie to people. I don't overhype. I... I always always under promise and over deliver and that's one of the biggest things about me that i take so prideful is like i really want to show people a good experience with me when they work with me and then outside of that i have my paintball parks i do a league at my paintball parks for kids uh we've been running this league since 2002 so this is like one of the longest standing paintball leagues and it generates the next evolution of paintball players pro paintball players there's been more pro paintball players that have come out of my league than any other league in SoCal. Which is you know? cool because you give back too. Yeah, you do like a lot of events. You yeah, do yeah. Like, um, so. And I wanted to ask you too because talking about like the negativity, always in the height of negativity, I always see you there supporting people. For example, when Jake Paul yeah. was in... That's my guy. Jake Paul's my writer. So there's a we could, we could stop right there on Jake Paul. <laughs> there's a lot of people who look at this kid and they just think he's a douchebag or they think he's crazy or they think he's lame or that... When I met this kid, I met him at my paintball park through Chance and Anthony. Shout out to Chance and Anthony. I don't think they're friends anymore. Maybe they are. I don't know. (laughs) But I met him through them, and he was so genuine, offered to pay for everything, didn't care about hooking it up, shouted out the park, did this, didn't want anything from me. Now, as my first experience, I'm a big first impressions guy. I was like, yo, this kid's cool. I don't care what the internet says about this guy. This guy creates content that kids love. He He keeps kids' time like used. Instead of these kids being like on the street or these kids running around causing chaos for their parents, like these kids get to sit there and watch them. You know what I'm saying? And watch these vlogs. That goes with all the YouTubers. You know what I'm saying? They do something for kids. And when I was a kid, I watched Smart Guy and Sister Sister. You know what I'm saying? And I used to sit at TV. Now kids watch YouTube. So he's he's an entertainer. So I think people forget that. They forget that Jake's an entertainer. So they like to constantly bag on him. The kid's A1 in my book. Never done me wrong. I'm about to go to the UK and watch him beat up on some dude. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're yeah. always there. Like whenever I watch a video on YouTube, I just see you reporting yeah. live with always. your camera. I'm always reporting live. Like I, I'm homies with a lot of people in LA. You know this. That's how I met you. So I never like to turn down when people invite me somewhere. I feel like that's like one of the biggest things of, of creating bad energy. Especially, obviously, you got to pick and choose where you want to go. But when they're homies and I know they're doing something big and they want support, it's the same way I would want support when I'm doing something big at Hollywood Sports or for my burger stand, Groundhouse Burger in Irvine or something, my burger restaurant. It's like I would want that support, too. So when they hit me up, it's like, yeah, I'll be there. I'll come through. And through the last year, I've been at more events and more things that have chaos and hype and negativity around it but it doesn't slow me down because i know why i'm there i'm there to support a certain person and try to maybe help him navigate through muddy waters i'm not i'm not like a pastor or anything but i know that maybe if i'm there maybe it can yo like that's not needed you know what i'm saying like let's go this way with this mm-hmm. like you don't need more negativity on the internet like let's kind of chill a little bit right yeah well something too like i wanted to ask you to, do you what do you think about like dating in Los Angeles, being in a relationship. Oh my God, don't even get me started. <laughs> I ran a racket in this city, dude. But I ran it in a positive way. You know what I'm saying? I ran it very, uh, very adult-like. Dating in LA is very hard. And I'm going to explain from my opinion. So I don't want people to think like, yo, this kid thinks he knows it all. No, I'm just telling you from my opinion. Like I was chasing like 
the baddie baddies of the bad. You know what I'm saying? Like girls that everybody on Instagram thinks are the baddest. You know what I'm saying? Like with a million followers. And, this, and I'm like, at the time I thought, yo, this is what everyone think is dope. And I was lost maybe, or I was pushed in, in a wrong way because of people I was hanging out with and I was chasing some bad tail. And then the, the tail comes back and bites you. You know what I'm saying? So you got to be careful what lobster you're trying to pick up because they going to bite. You know what I'm saying? So one or, one or two experiences in LA, it'll have you shook. And then after that, you start, you, you don't put your guard up, but you, you box them with your hands up now. Yeah, you yeah. learn, you know what I'm saying? The trainer slapped you a few times. Now the hands are staying up. Yeah. LA dating is one of those things where people just want to have a good time. They don't want to have a long time. People <laughs> want to run around the city for a night or two, pop bottles, get some dope dinners, be at the good spots, go to the dope clubs, have cool tables, and then they out. They, they ready for the next racket. Switch cars, uh, pit stop. It's like, that's, <laughs> that's what they about. Dating in LA is very hard because it's a lot of people that don't really know what they want. Right. They're young. Like you, like they're young. Like the 25, 26 year olds, they're already out the club. You know what I'm saying? They're two things. They either wifed up or they out the club with some, some old dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Rubbing tannin lotion on them in Mykonos. Like they doing that type of stuff. So you have to pick and choose, but they are a handful of good ones you just uh, gotta yeah. find them and that's why it's very important that if you are dating in la you spend a little bit of time and you don't just go with what's easiest because a lot of people like to just go with what's easiest they are oh okay i'll just go with this and then they stay in toxic relationships because it's complacent it's easy oh we're going to dinner tomorrow it's whatever oh we're going to comp universal studios tour it's cool like that's what happens in la people stay in relationships even though they know it's toxic but because it looks good on instagram yeah, yeah. or because they get a good photo or their dude's ripped and she's ripped and now their fitness goals like you ain't no fitness goals <laughs> toxic goals and i've seen seen it all i've seen it all so it's like i I don't like to go down that road so i pick and choose very wisely now that's not saying i don't you know dabble when when i need to i know you dabble i i listen it's not saying i like to get a little dive in the water you know what i'm saying but i play it light but i don't don't waste time with people that i know i'm not going to go anywhere with because i don't want to waste their time i don't want to waste my time and i don't want to be known as the kid that just runs around la with every single girl even though probably like the five or six girls that i used to talk to will probably tell you he runs around la with every single girl but (laughs) you can't get mad at me that i don't want to eat dinner alone i want someone (laughs) to conversate with so i'm gonna take a baddie and you can't get mad at me that i want to eat dinner with someone that look good because i just (laughs) i just want to eat dinner with something that looks good so i can stare i'm eating my pasta what's wrong with that i'm italian i want to stare and eat pasta what's wrong with that why am i the bad guy that but that's how they be looking at it. i'm like yo i ain't the bad guy you know what i'm saying do you think being an entrepreneur being an entertainer trying to focus on your career having a relationship like a long-term not a short-term relationship mm-hmm. do you think that's difficult okay so for this i think it goes to everybody is different right i don't drink i don't smoke two of my biggest attributes to my success guaranteed And it's not to say that people who smoke are bad or people who drink are bad. I'm just saying for me, I know how I operate. I like to be up really early. I don't go to bed till three or four in the morning every night. And it's because I like to work late night, get things done. I'm working on multiple projects. So for me, it's like, if you're going to date, it needs to be someone that compliments your lifestyle. It needs to be someone that adds value to your lifestyle and that it's not going to be someone that's going to set you back, distract you from your goals or get you into trouble. A lot of dudes I know in L.A. are great dudes and they hang out with trouble. You know, they hang out with these girls that are draining them, their pockets, mentally, physically. You know what I'm saying? They want to be at every hot party. They want to be at every hot dinner. That ain't L.A. That's that's Instagram. L.A., go on a walk. You know what I'm saying? Go eat some tacos from a taco truck. Experience L.A. Get the culture. Too many people are like, oh, I'm going to L.A. for a day. I'm like, what are you going to see? 
a gas station. Like, you got to come to L.A. for a week. Yeah, you got to yeah. go to Santa Monica. You got to go to deep L.A. You got to go downtown L.A. You got to venture. You maybe go down to O.C. a little bit. Like, you got to see the streets, the culture, the food. What really makes L.A.? L.A. is not the nightlife scene. That's just one portion that makes this soup so incredible to eat. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you have to be able to do that. Too many girls get stuck on one portion of this. Like, yo, I got my slice of pie. That's all I want. And it's and that's what brings a lot of people down. And it goes for guys too. It's guys yeah, and yeah. girls. And a lot of guys out here in the city, they think they're sweet. They spend all their money. You know what I'm saying? They're wearing their life savings on a necklace around their neck. You know what I'm saying? Like they ain't got nothing, but they got an eighty thousand dollar chain on. And it's like, why? It's gonna get snatched real quick. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you that ain't a realistic lifestyle. But once again, it goes back to we're in a point in society, 2018, August. And people want to just flash. They want to stunt for no reason. Like, why are you stunting? Like, the stunting days are over. That was cool two, three years ago. Now it's I like, know. I stack your chips. I see that's kind of coming back, just the materialistic things, uh-huh. like showing off, that kind of thing. It's like people think that if they post a Bentley, people are going to want to, you know, mess with them. People are going to think they're sweet. People are going to want to I think that's a big them. thing out here, and that's dude. That's the problem. Status. Yeah. Status in L.A. is Everybody just... wants a title, but no one wants to work for it. Everyone wants to be known as the hustler, the grinder, the entrepreneur. Or I build business. It's like, I don't ever tell anybody that. You know what I'm saying? I know. You're just, you're just Mr. Fun. I just do my thing. And what happens, happens. If there's an opportunity that comes up, I like to take advantage of opportunities. I never let an opportunity go by, whether or not. that That's another thing I said in the podcast. Always say yes. Yeah. So I don't always say yes because I one time met this girl and I think she had herpes. So I told (laughs) her, no, I don't want to Nah, straight up. I was like, yo, what you got on your face, dude? I was like, nah, that ain't happening. I was like, what you got on your face is not happening with me. So I didn't say yes to that. So I don't always, always say yes. But you know what I mean? At opportunities, I accept a lot of opportunities because I'm not afraid to work. And I think people are not as humble as they should be when it comes to, to dude. I hold cheeseburgers in my hand all day and take photos with cool people. And try to blow up my brand. People are like, yo, you what are you, a cheeseburger? You're the face of the cheeseburger? I don't care what people think of me. Right. I'm humble enough to do what I need to do to build a brand. And I know in the long run what my end goal is. I create a plan and I stick to it. As you go through that plan, it gets tougher and tougher. You get roads you don't know about. GPS starts stunting on you. You don't know where to go, right? You lost. So I stick to my game plan. So I don't let people's opinions of me try to ever get me down. Because there's tons of haters. There's people that are going to watch this and they're going to say, well, that guy doesn't do this or that guy this. Or that. And I'm going to go through the comment section. I'm going to hit him with a like and I'm going to say, yo, God bless you. Here's my email. If you want to play paintball, hit me up. I got you on a free pass. <laughs> like it don't affect me at all. I still go to bed at night and a house I bought and a car I own. You know what I'm saying? Like your opinion, your comment is not going to detour me from getting to where I want to be. That's as simple as it comes. And once you're free of people's opinions, you can succeed in anything you want. You will how do you the how do you eliminate toxic people? Because I know people in your life. You gotta drop be, them like it's hot. But what if it's your family? Like it's what if say your family doesn't support you? That's hard. That's hard. So a lot of people don't have a good support system at home, right? And they don't have a good support system where they work either. And then they hit me with, Yo, "How do I chase my dreams? I gotta pay my bills. I gotta go to work nine to five. I gotta be in a cube." There's nothing wrong with having a job. And that's one big issue I see in social media is people think working a nine to five is bad. There ain't nothing wrong with being a cube warrior. Mm-hmm. You get in there, you get your check, you get out. But you for sure have 15 to 20 minutes every night to go home and work on something else. Right. And you add that 15 to 20 minutes up over the course of a week, over the course of three weeks and then a month. Now you have some serious hours at something you want to get done. And there's always side hustles and side businesses people can create. 
That's what I did, dude. I was always, I was shooting for other people. I was I working I saw for, you at my park. You were shooting Logan, I think. Yeah. They were fighting in Starship Trooper costumes or Star Wars yeah, costumes. Yeah. yeah, I remember. I was shooting off Logan stuff, Ariana Grande, the white all hair. the works. You had yeah. the white hair, the whole deal, dude. I loved yeah. it. It was great. And great. then I, I was doing that hustle. And in the meantime, when I had free time, I would do my side hustle. And then that, eventually my side hustle became my main hustle. Yeah, 100%. And, and that type of activity, not being afraid to work and put in a little bit of time, is what will separate you from everyone else. Because also a lot of people, they're afraid to take that chance of saying, well, if I do this, I might fail. And then people are going to laugh at me. Like, right, right. like what are they going to laugh at that you tried? Like, you should never be afraid to try something. And I know it sounds so cliche, that concept, but too many people, they, they get worried. They're like, dude, people are going to think I'm a joke if I fail. Or if I do this, people like, bro, risk it, run it, run it back if you have to again. Like, it's that simple. Don't let them clap at you because you failed. Get up and run it back. Right. I feel like there's a sense of shame. Like when you, if you fail, you know, just like, but I think that's the pressure you put on yourself. It's like, damn, like if I fail, everyone's going to think I'm a failure. But like, that's just yourself telling you that. Yeah. It's just, it's, it becomes very opinionated based. And when one thing I like to do is like when I'm creating like an idea or I'm creating a brand or I'm trying to work on something that I want to get done, I like to kind of focus on what is going to help me get this done. Is it my time? Is it my thought process? Is it my creativity? Is it something I already currently do that can help me do this? And I try to figure out different avenues of getting support. So to touch on what if you don't have a good support system, I try to create my own support. Now, in my case, I have a dad who's extremely very well-versed in business. My mom, same thing. They run very successful businesses. So I'm able to go to them for advice. They've always been like my consignetti. Like I just get to run to them and be like, yo, right. what should I do? And then over the course of years, I have my own attorneys. I have my own team. I have a media team and I'm able to spitball ideas. But I'm not afraid to sit in a room with three of my media guys, my photographers and my video guys and spitball ideas for a commercial or trailer that we need to run or some content and have everyone laugh at me. So starting right there with that concept of, hey, you know what? Maybe it's not an idea, not a good idea, but let's still run with it or let's not run with it. Too many people are scared to ask the people around them because they're like oh well if they give me the idea they're gonna think i'm stupid or yeah, if they yeah. give me the idea and i didn't give it to them they're gonna think i don't know what i'm doing or i don't know how to run a business that's not how business works you're never gonna have all the answers you're never gonna have all the solutions so you have to create your own support system some people are able to create a support system through activity and that's one of the things i've learned as a kid when i was a versace fat boy just eating pudding and the whole deal crust snack packs oh, dude, crust on my peanut butter and jelly the whole deal like snackables two three at a time the full deal i, I would have probably ate the plastic if i could have <laughs> i was just i was a thick little rick you know what i'm saying i want to see some pictures oh dude i was wearing the gold chain with the big belly i look like a white rick ross in his heyday you know what oh, I'm wow. saying? i was okay. out there yeah so <laughs> One thing I learned and one thing that I, that like really, really like helped me get to the next level in my life was the gym. I was like, I'm going to start going to the gym. And when I started going to the gym, I started meeting amazing people, people that helped me with nutrition, people that helped me with eating, people that helped me with dieting, people that helped me with lifting, people that talked to me about the body. And I learned and everything and versed myself with the people around me. And then I created like this new group of friends that I knew were always at the gym that were on the same kind of path as me. We all wanted to get in shape. We all wanted to eat right. And I created these alliances, these friends that kind of helped me push. Yeah. To my you next are who level. you hang out with. Yeah, absolutely. You. <laughs> you're, you're your environment. You know what I'm saying? If you hang out in a, in a place that's very toxic and in a place that's very filled with negativity, you will become negative. Right, right. Guaranteed. It, it, <clears throat> energy is transferable. It's a proven fact. Yep. Shout out to Mashable.com. Mashable.com. Read, read the story if you don't believe me. You know what I'm saying? So 
That's one way. If people don't have a support system, try to find activities that there's people that are on the same common goal as you because that route's going to help you. It, it may navigate you through another path. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it was the gym. But I know girls that they need a vent. They have no one. They go do yoga. And it's like, yo, find a place that there's people around you that you could just talk to because sometimes you just need to dialogue. You need to have that conversation. Right, right. It'll Get spark it that creative. Yep. Yeah, it'll spark the creativity. Too, too many people nowadays, they hold everything in. That's me. I hold everything in, bro. Don't, don't. Let me talk to Kylie one time. (laughs) This is what you got to do. Like too many people think like, because everybody wants, everybody wants quick reaction. Everybody wants like quick satisfaction, quick, you know, verification. Like, oh, I post this photo. I got a quick like, oh, I did this. And she messaged me back. I dive into 30 DMs a a, a day and I want to DM back. You leave me on scene unseen I'm, I'm deleting my message you never saw that you know what i'm saying like that's me so i get what people are going through so what people have to realize is life doesn't work as quickly as everyone thinks it does so it takes time to get things off your chest it takes time to become positive again it takes time to get your mind right it's not going to happen overnight don't think it needs to too many people are like oh i should feel better about myself i should be ready to rock tomorrow or, oh i didn't lose enough weight this week bro a couple weeks you know, like one or two hours ain't having it. You know what I'm saying? Unless you like training for a wrestling match and you would go in the sauna, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Drain the water, eat some raw asparagus. But that's not real life. And once again, I think it comes back to social media. And I'm yeah. like, yo, what is, what is you really trying to do right now? I know what you're trying to do. You know what I'm saying? I know who you're trying to go home with, but it ain't happening with me. Yeah. So that's, that's one thing people need to realize. Is it takes time to become better. It takes time to become successful. It takes time to build a brand. And you have to be willing to put in the time. But don't feel because one, two weeks, one, two months, it's not happening. I shouldn't be doing this. No, that's wrong. You know what I'm saying? It takes, there's many, many billionaires. There's many, many millionaires that didn't make their first dollar until they were in their 50s. If they would have given up in their 30s and 40s, they would have been like everyone else. But they didn't. They stick to their craft. They try to master their craft. And that's one thing is people, they have so many crafts and they don't master it. In reality, I have multiple brands. But my craft and all these brands is the same. It's marketing and it's building exposure. It's building content. And that can be transferred to all the brands I work in. That's why I stick to e-commerce style brands and put through traffic style brands where I can bring people and invite people because I know what I'm doing in those fields. You know, I learned many years. I went to school and then I got hands-on training. You know, and a lot of people are like, yo, why do you go to school? School's useless. Yeah, maybe it is, but that discipline of going through the four years of school yeah, taught me yeah. more discipline than I've ever had in my life. Karate, I was done the first day. I was like, yo, I need a black belt. I'm out this thing. Let yeah. me chop some wood. They're like, no, put the black belt on, put the white belt on, sit in the corner. Do, uh, it's too slow for me. So college taught me that. And in business, there's so many times where it's like, yo, this deal's not going to be done for six months. And now what do you do for six months? You freak out. People have like nervous breakdowns and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, bro, it just takes time. Focus on something else. Yeah, I, I want to talk about college because, yeah, a lot of people in Los Angeles don't go to college. They shout come out to hydrating. Shout out to hydrating. Take a sip. A lot of people in Los Angeles don't go to college. And I think college didn't necessarily teach me what I know today. But what you said and what I agree with 100% is it it matures you as a person and yeah, makes you responsible and I think it's important I was buck wild in college did you did you commute or did you dorm, dorm? I, I commuted but I also had a house I lived so in I Newport think, I, I mean I, I went to a college where I had a dorm room whatever I think that that oh, made me in there yeah I think that made me more of it made me mature faster because it's like Mom's not going to do my dishes. Mom's oh, not going to do my laundry. She's not going to make my bed anymore. She's not going to do all this shit that she used to do for me. So it's like, fuck, you got to grow up super quick. And that's the one thing I loved about college. Maybe necessarily I didn't get to, I didn't learn that much, whatever, yeah. uh, about video making. But yeah, it taught me how to become a 
an adult yeah. and it also like you had fun and those are some of the best memories I have, you know, like yeah, just thinking back, like college was just a bunch of good ass times, no worries in the world. And I think people need to enjoy college and not rush and jump the gun because they see fucking Kylie Jenner be a billionaire at 21 and they're like, damn, I want to be anomalies. a billionaire. And, I, and, and she has a, a whole fucking empire of a family, a yeah, yeah. crazy mom that knows exactly what she's doing. Yeah. Well, your mom taught you well because your house is spotless. I was there. Yeah, exactly. I was there dropping off a hoodie to you and your, your house, you could eat off the floor. So I salute you <laughs> on that. I don't know if my house is that clean. But I think, dude, I think honestly, I think college is a good stepping stone to in and it goes to say like what you said about like just pace yourself take yeah, your time I mean, and college, those are the worry free moments yeah. college is like you don't have any responsibility yeah college is i mean there's a lot of people that actually dm me about college and they're like yo i'm paying for it myself is it better for me to just invest this money and not keep paying for college but in my opinion no in my opinion if you're in college you're already there you're part of the system stick it through Get that degree. You have that always for the rest of your life. That's something no one can ever take from you. The knowledge, the discipline, and the ability to walk into a meeting or a, a resume building, you know, or, or go into an interview and say, yo, I graduated college. You know, I did it. And that right there is and like it's, a big... And it's good to finish something. It's, it's a big accomplishment. And I think kids... We don't as a society and we don't as like Instagram influencers, like the big ones and, and as celebrities, they don't put enough stress on that because a lot of times everyone's more like, yo, do what's right for you or like college didn't teach me anything or take that money and invest it. It's like, yo, not everyone works the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we weren't always raised the same way. We're, we're all different people. So having a project that you're on and finishing it, that, that, grat that like satisfaction you give yourself is amazing. Not to mention that that goes a long way, especially if you want big business jobs and you're working corporate life, you know, you need to have that. Now, if you're not working corporate life and you want to be a hustler and you want to build websites, you want to build e-commerce, college is still going to teach you discipline because what's going to happen, you're going to make your first couple dollars, you're going to go out and spend it all and you're not going to understand what's going on. And at least with college, it teaches you the process of life is not so rapid. You know what I'm saying? Right, it takes right. time. I mean, in my freshman and sophomore year of college, I went on the college world tour. I made it up myself. I had a Lincoln Navigator and I would fill it up every Friday with all my best friends. And I had a buddy named Jaguar and a buddy named Jaws. And I was Bear. And those were our names. No lie. I know it's corny, but wow. that's how we got down. And uh, we drove to all the dopest colleges that all my friends went to. And we partied for three days. We would find a pool party in a hotel or we would make our own. And we just lived life for two years. And it was the craziest experiences of my life because I was also living in Newport with my paintball team. And that was chaos because I was traveling around the country with these seven or eight guys that then I would come home and live with. It was a straight party 24-7. And then that's really the, the years of my life where I was tested like, yo, you're going to do this. You're going to do that. You know, and it takes self-discipline. Yeah, yeah. I, I was kind of already getting that from my family in school. Like, Yo, you don't need to be involved with these bad people. You don't need to be doing those bad things to fit in. Like too many people are so focused on fitting in and looking cool. Like, bro, you think like running lines in the bathroom is going to make you cool? Like, no, it's not. Like <laughs> you're dumb. You're going to leave the club. You're going to feel like crap for a week and you possibly could hurt yourself. Yeah, yeah, like, of course. Obviously this lifestyle, this glamorous lifestyle of being a rock star is so Instagrammable. It's so. That's what everyone wants now. They want to be a YouTuber or a professional Fortnite player. Yeah. Or it's like, yo, where's your joysticks at? You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you on the mouse, what you doing? You a double clicking warrior. No, I'm good. Like find something that fits you. You know what I'm saying? But don't just jump into a trend because you think that's what's hot right now. YouTubers were hot two years ago. Yeah. Everybody wanted to be a YouTuber. I had a new YouTuber emailing me every day to rent out my park to film a YouTube video. 
people would hit me up be like, yo, I'm a huge YouTube influencer. I got 400 followers, like subscribers. Like, can I come and do it? And I'm just like, how many of these are there going to be? And then it started dying off. And now I get hit up. Yo, I want to host a Fortnite tournament at your park. Yep, and it's yep. like, all right, here we go. Here's the next trend. And you, you see that. You forecast it. And in business, you work with some of them. You do some of it. You know what I'm saying? I, I do some events and I've hosted some cool YouTube influencer parties and I've done that stuff. But you don't always want to sell your soul to what's hot because then you just become another trend rather than instead of being trendy, you become fashionable and fashionable becomes more life longing, right? Yep. It becomes more timeless. And I like to try to try to stay ahead of the trends and work with people when I can. But at the same time, I'm not going to chase something because it's hot right now. Right. I mean, hoverboards were hot, but they were hot for three weeks and maybe two days. Yeah, yeah. And then what happened? You got arrested or you, you injured yourself in the elevator. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it, too many fads nowadays. No, yeah, and that's course. because it's so, once again, it's so easy to Instagram or take a photo. So people just jump on anything that's hot, especially with girls. Girl posts a photo of herself. She, she looking backwards, you know what I'm saying? With a little itty bitty bikini, everybody DMing her. I'm like, no, nah, I'm cool. I'll wait till she comes out. I'll see what she really about. How's that face tune looking when we in real life? You know what I'm saying? But it's cool. It's it, LA is a crazy, just to go back, like to kind of recapture everything. LA is, a, is, a, is an amazing city filled with amazing people. Some of my best friends in life I met in the city of Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? In nightlife, in partying, mm -hmm. but everything in doses. So there's only so much partying I can do when I know, hey, I got to get back to work. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? It's time management. It's doses. Everything in moderation. Yeah, you drove three hours straight from Irvine to get here for the Bro, podcast. Bro, I was at House Burger in Irvine, Orange County. Running the hustle. I've seen you been doing That's that. It. You had Dennis Rodman there. You've had a few celebs Dennis down Rodman. There. He came through and held it down. Shout out to Dennis Rodman. But, dude, I think this is a good, good spot to end, bro. Yeah. It's, it's honestly like it's been a good talk on my end. Yeah. Like just listening to you and your thought process. Yeah. I've learned a lot and I've, I can, I get adhere like a lot of the things you've said to my life and things yeah. that I need to work on. And I do like, I just love that you're like, you are who you are. You hang out with and your energy is so good and positive. It's just like, if this, like this podcast, if it didn't motivate you, it fucking motivated me. It was me. exciting to be, yeah. I was excited to be on this thing. I'm like, yo, my boy. Cause I remember when you told me you wanted to do a podcast. You yeah. were living at 1800 Vine. 1800? 1600? Yeah. 1600? 1800? Yeah. Same thing, bro. Shout out <laughs> to the number game. So you, I pulled up one day. It was late night. I was yeah. dropping off a loose thoughts hoodie to you. Yep. One of my brands in Urban Outfitter. <laughs> and uh, you were like, yo, I'm starting this podcast thing. And who, who do you think should be on it? And I was like, dude, I hope you, you know, you kill it. I hope you crush it. I wish you the best of luck. And you stick with it. You know, I went you saw it through. You know how many people hit me up saying they're starting a podcast? Look at all the equipment I'm ordering. I'm like, yo, you still shopping at Best Buy? It's been a year. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they ain't that slow on delivery. Yeah. So it's like, I was excited just to be here because I saw it come to life. Like, I'm proud of you for doing it. A lot of people nowadays, they think everything's easy, right? And you did it. Like, you stuck it through. You ran it up. Thank and you, And now bro. look at this view. You see us living. You see we're us living, living large. Yeah, you see us living, living large. large. You see this view. You see what we're about. Well, thank you guys all for watching and or listening to the podcast. Yeah, I appreciate everybody. Bear DeGidio, you guys can give him a follow on Instagram. Check out his businesses. You can catch the podcast on CastBox at 6 o'clock in the morning every Wednesday. And then on my YouTube channel at noon. That's episode three. That's, That's a wrap of Living Large. That's it. Take it easy, guys. Thank you for watching this CastBox original with Mark Donor. It's Living Large. Closing off.
Hi, I'm Arusha Pires, host of a new podcast called Investing with IBD. Here are a few snippets from the conversations that we're having. Facebook, you know, it's coming back. I was really treating it as a counter trend kind of stock. You have these really fast moving stocks. You want to have a little bit slower moving stocks yeah, also definitely. in your portfolio. What Bill observed after sitting through many market corrections is that the market will come down, but you need to wait a few days and see if there's going to be continued power. And that's where he came up with the follow through day concept. One of the most interesting things is, you know, utilities have actually been very, very strong over the last 52 weeks. The work that we've done on yield curve inversion suggests that after the yield curve inverts, over the next year, utility performance is actually not that good. Come join the conversation on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.